Thank you for tuning into the City Church California podcast. We exist for anyone to believe in God, to become who God created them to be, and to build the church and our city. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be updated anytime we add new content. Now let's check out the latest message from our Sunday gathering. So today I want to call this last sermon of this series, Unchosen Endings. Unchosen Endings. You may want to chat that, write that down. Unchosen Endings. Now, Unchosen Endings, they, they uh, embrace two things. Number one, unexpected endings. How many of you ever had something happen that you never thought would happen? It, it hits you out of the blue. Have you ever heard of the blind side? Well, can I say right now, God doesn't have a blind side. You have a blind side. I have a blind side. Why? We're f- human. We're finite. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But can I tell aren't you glad human beings sometimes have a blind side? And you're saying, what are you praying uh, against Russia? I'm praying that they're blind in Jesus' name and they can't find their way to Ukraine and get back home. I'm going to look for an amen on that point. I thought it was good. Amen. (laughs) And so I want you to begin to think about this. Something that's unexpected hits us from the blind side or we didn't see it coming. Now, a metaphor about the Holy Spirit in the book of Revelation is that he has eyes all around his head. So do not imagine the Holy Spirit looking like a creature from Monster Inc., Man, the gal who works at the, she's a cashier at Vaughn's at the beach where we live. She sounds just like the woman at Monster Inc. Almost looks like her when she goes, thank you very much. And when she tries to say my last name, I will not repeat that we're in church, people. And, you know, she, she can't even say, she goes, thank you very much. And she sounds like Monster Inc. So when it says that God, the spirit has eyes all around his head, he's not... Uh, He's not a Disney character. It's meaning God sees and knows everything. God's never caught off guard. God's never shocked. God never says, oh, I didn't see that coming. Somebody, angel, Michael, goodness, get me a, I need a, I need a latte. You get me a glass of wine. I, I didn't see this coming. Can I say God will never be shocked and hear me, hear me, hear me. We're going to look at the life of Joseph today. And when you face something unexpected or unabashed, avoidable. You don't have to lose it. You don't have to react. You can respond. You don't have to ignore. You can prepare. Why? Because nothing ever catches God by surprise. And Joseph had an astonishing theology. And yes, I just used that word. People don't like that word. But what is theology? You got theology, biology, psychology. What is it? It is the study of God. And you know what happens when we have a world war and we have a pandemic? and people are where's God if God is so good where's God isn't it amazing how atheists become professors on God when they haven't even thought about God there's a bible that tells us who God is in the good times in the bad times and he's God he's not shocked and he's in charge I've got to say this Europe's not in charge. America's not in charge. The CDC's not in charge. Men and women are not in charge. God knows the dogs aren't in charge. Almost. God is in charge. Can you say amen? 
And we really do believe that. Now, I want you to write this down. I want you to write this down. Today, we are talking about uh, necessary endings. Beginnings are good, but endings are even better in Jesus' name. Now, get this. I have this down. In light, there are unchosen things, endings that alter our destiny and provoke within us a reaction or a response. Did you get that? When something's unexpected, you're going to be provoked. You're going to be provoked. Everyone say, good angel, not too good angel. Say the better angel, the lesser angel. How many of you have a good side? Okay, you're acting all too cute and Christian. How many of you have a bad side? Oh, yeah, it almost came out yesterday. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. We're going to respond, not react to the unexpected. Please write this down. We're going to prepare, not ignore for the unavoidable. God has a plan, get this, for the unavoidable and a grace for the unexpected. Do you have your Bibles? Did you get that? God has a plan for the unavoidable. We saw what was coming the last few months. It was unavoidable, but God has a plan for that. But guess what? You're going through something you never expected. God has a grace for you right now. And so if you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Genesis chapter 13. We are going to read five verses in Genesis. So, how many of you have a Bible? Put it in the air because you do care. Oh, gosh, I love you. Are you Ukrainian? I knew it. See how the Ukrainians lift their Bible? Mm-hmm. In America, we do this. Okay, kind of heavy. No. So, here we go. We're going to read. Use your smartphone, use your Bible. We're going to begin to read Genesis 37. We're going to look at verses 3 to 11. Now, I want you to write these two words uh, down, fight or flight. Are you going to run or are you going to fight? Are you going to ignore or are you going to prepare? Are you going to react or are you going to respond? And today, someone's going to be set free. You are going to be set free. Here we go. This is verse 3, Genesis 37. Now Israel, that's Jacob, loved Joseph more than all his children. I just want to stop there. Becky was perfection. I think it would be easy to love children if you had two children, no more. And one was a boy and one was a girl. To have three and all of them be boys, I don't care how nice you are. I don't care if you're Mother Teresa or a Pope, you're going to turn into Satan. <laughs> are you with me? You could have a better angel or that not so good angel come out of you. And so now get this, Becky was perfection. I can honestly say this and I'm going to move on. She loved all the boys equally, but very uniquely. I don't know why I'm a thug. <laughs> that worst angel would get the, and sometimes I love one of them more than the other. But can I tell you, that's not a recipe for unity. You hear me right there. And so, okay, you, that went over. I'm just going to continue. All right, all right, that was difficult. Let's go on. 
Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Why? Because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic or a coat of many colors. This is a mantle. It represents anointing, gifting, grace. But when his brothers saw that their father loved, so love is something you see. It's not just something you say. Loved him more than all his brothers. Get this. They hated him. Anytime you're doing well, haters are going to hate, hate, hate. Fakers are going to fake, fake, fake. Players are going to play, play, play. But somebody has to get Taylor Swift and shake it off. Shake it off. (laughs) Are you with me? Okay. Now Joseph had a dream. Oh my goodness. He has a wardrobe. He's loved more than anyone else. He has more likes on any Instagram than anyone else. He has more followers than anyone else. Plus, he is not only loved, he's a dreamer. And they hated him. Get this, this dreamer. They hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now, Joseph had a dream. And get this, this thing's going crazy. Uh, he had a, I was trying to read from the prompter. It's going up and down. So here we go. Verse 6. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There were binding sheaves in the field. They, be, they behold, then behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And indeed, your sheaf stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brothers said to them, shall you indeed reign over us? Look at the next verse. Or shall you have dominion over us so they hated him even more why for his dreams and for his words don't think it funny if you have a big dream someone doesn't like you if your dream oh I don't want to really do anything I'm gonna just stay home yeah I'm not gonna get I don't need to do much no one's gonna hate you for being nothing no one's gonna get mad at you for being mediocre no one's gonna be uh, upset with you for because of false humility but let me tell you what people don't like and what hell doesn't like is people who are strong who are verbal who have a vision they have a God and they speak about their faith don't confuse faith and confidence in ourselves we have faith in God. Amen. Okay. We got it. We got to read this. It says, so they hated him even more for his dreams and his words. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers and his brothers and his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall our, uh, shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow to the earth before you? And his brothers get this envy. They were jealous. They were upset at him. But his father kept these things in his heart. Let's go to another one. Go to Genesis chapter 39. Now, through these passages, typically we hear a lot about Joseph and what he went through. Today, as we're going to close this talk out, I want to focus on why he went through what he went through. What was he uh, going through? Here it goes. Genesis 39, first five verses. Now, Joseph, he's now, he's in Egypt. He's been sold. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. Say that with me. The Lord was, let's do it again. The 
chat that please the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did prosper in his hand now I believe in giving pastor Becky led us in generosity can I tell you more than giving which causes us to prosper is having the presence of the Lord with us and it goes on and I love this verse 4 so Joseph found favor in his sight and served him then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had he put under his authority so it was from that time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had and get this that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in his house and in the field let's go to two more go to Genesis chapter 50 last chapter in Genesis we're talking about unchosen endings unexpected unavoidable unexpected usually we react to it unavoidable we usually ignore it we should respond and we should begin to prepare this Jacob has passed away and it's now Joseph and his brothers and he thought now Joseph's not going to be kind to us get this I love this verse it says here it says Joseph said to them do not be afraid for am I in the place of God but as for you you meant it evil against me but God meant it for good in order to bring about as it is this day to save many people alive now therefore do not be afraid that's what we're saying here in the states to Europe to our world do not be afraid I will provide for you and your little ones and he comforted them and spoke kindly to them let's go to one more verse it's Genesis 45 Genesis 45 and at the end we'll camp out on this Genesis chapter 45 let's look at verse 14 then 20 then 20 and 26 look at your neighbors say you're looking good today look at your other neighbors say you need to pay attention now get this get this verse 14 Joseph just revealed himself to his brothers watch watch he didn't cry when they threw him in a pit he didn't cry when he was sold he didn't cry when he was abused and lies by Potiphar's wife he didn't cry when he's in prison he didn't even cry when they forgot him watch this verse 13 14 then he fell Joseph on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept he cried and Benjamin wept on his neck moreover he kissed all his brothers and wept over them and after that his brothers talked with him he cried then they talked then get this I love verse 18 I will give you the best of the land of Egypt I don't know who this is for but in the last two years with the pandemic and all that's going on the enemy has come against your life your resources and your inheritance but God is going to take the resources of Egypt and provide for you in this year in Jesus name amen and so get this thank you for that overwhelming golf clap amen <laughs> And look at verse 20 also do not be concerned about your goods don't be concerned about your goods for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours look at 26 and 27 and they told him saying this is they go back it's Israel it's Jacob get this and they told him saying Joseph is still alive 
Joseph is still alive. Ooh, I want to go to the inn and preach it right now, but I better not. Can I say Joseph is a type of Jesus? Hey, world, Ukraine, Russia, Germany, France, Perrier, energy, no energy, green, mask, no mask. Jesus Christ is still alive. Don't make me go to the inn and spoil the movie. He's still alive. And you know what he said? We got to read this. I love this. It says he is still alive and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. Jesus is the governor of the world. Are you with me? Now get this next part. My goodness, I love this part. And Jacob's heart stood still because he did not believe them. But when they told him all the words which Joseph had said to them, when he saw the carts which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob revived. Oh my God, I just got a glory bump on my arms. Thank God I'm working out because they're not as skinny as they used to be. Can I just say right now, I believe the church of Jesus Christ in the United States, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, South America, North America, Central America, we have lost our faith, but we have been hearing the words of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and I believe our spirits are going to revive and we're going to begin to win our cities, win our state, win our nation, win our generation. Come on. My goodness. Everybody say unchosen. You know what? I was born and raised in South Louisiana. And don't feel bad for me. My grandparents on my dad's side didn't speak English. That's not so bad. They never said one mean thing to me. And if they did, it was in French. I couldn't understand it. Becky and I were raised in Louisiana. People laugh about this. I say it all the time. They think it's a joke. She's my fifth cousin. We met at a family reunion. Our kids are good looking, but they're slow at math. Well... Not really, you did pretty well in that. Our life was really good. I know what it is to be a child of older parents. It's really a blessing. My dad was 48 when I was born. Poor guy. But my twin sister was also born three minutes. So daddy and mama had twins. And did my daddy love the twins? He really loved my twin sister. We really, in many senses, had the most protected life ever. It would be kind of a Tom Sawyer type of life. We didn't have any worries. One good thing about having older parents, they were established, their business was successful, money wasn't an option, and we were pretty carefree, happy-go-lucky type of kids until the unexpected came. And the unavoidable. You see, many th times I think in life, we think we can avoid evil. We can avoid life. 
Well, if you're in elementary, you're not going to avoid middle school. And if you do, you're not going to probably be that successful. But maybe, maybe you could. Really, if you're in college, you, you're going to actually hopefully get out of college. There are things that are unavoidable. The thing, the first unexpected thing that I ever experienced was the death of my dad. And standing at a grave is there lowering his body in a casket. I remember everything within me wanted to react. You see, mom and daddy weren't good Catholics. They weren't even theologians, but they were good people. And they were everyday people. They had a good business. And I remember questioning God. And that's what people do when things seem to be unfair, not right. How can this be? Why couldn't we avoid this? Why is this so unexpected? But I want you to know, I almost reacted. My twin sister did react. After daddy died, her life spiraled downward. Some people would say she regressed. Mine went upward. How can it be my life got better and better? Now, I want you to know, I do not believe God causes evil. I do not. Let me just go into theology. I want to get into the mind and the heart of Joseph, this guy. Because can I tell you, this coat of his, it represents, he said it was a tunic and it, and it was many colors. It represented his intelligence. It represented his anointing. It represented the grace of God. And it kept being taken away. That's what the devil's trying to do right now in Europe. The Ukrainian people must have an anointing for the world that's very unique to them and the enemy hates our anointing because it's our anointing that has power to destroy him but guess what he does not know you didn't make me this coat you could take it but God will make me another one since you didn't give it to me you can't stop it from flowing through me so here you want my coat I'll give you my jacket I'll give you my shirt. I'll give you my shoe. You want me to go one mile? I'll go two miles. Because you didn't start one thing in me, devil. God did. And so you got to begin to think about this. He loses his coat. His brothers take it. It's unexpected. You must know. When they got him, remember Reuben, his brother, he said, let's not kill him. Let's put him in this pit. Then Reuben wanders off. Hey, believers, now is not a time to be Reuben. Now is not a time to wander off. Now is a time to pay attention to what's going on in our lives and in our world. And when Reuben comes back, he's like, Ryan, where is he? Where is he? Well, you wandered off. You ignored what was happening. It was unavoidable. And you went, and what do you do when stress comes? Oh, I just need another movie on Netflix. No, you don't. Oh, I need another latte. No, you don't. Oh, I need to go get a pedicure. Yes, you do. <laughs> so do I. My God. Please, yes, callus removers, extra five bucks. No. <laughs> kid you not one time I went and got a pedicure and the woman told me my calluses were illegal <laughs> then she got a drill from Home Depot you know trying to no come on now get this I want you to really understand this they sold him then he gets another jacket in Potiphar's house why would he get another jacket because that's his anointing Stop saying people, oh, they took my anointing. They took it. They took it. They fired me. And I don't know what to do. No one can take your anointing. 
I don't care if they fire you 10 times. Stand up and put another jacket on. Ah, you didn't like my multicolored jacket? Now I have a purple one on. Oh, you don't like purple? Now I have rhinestones on. Come on. Come on, they kept taking his coat, his coat, his coat. They cannot take what God has given us. Now, you know what the enemy, he's really not after Joseph's coat. He is after Joseph's capacity to handle that coat. That's better than carnitas. Come on. I'm going to have to say that again. He's not after your anointing. If you're good at communication, he's not after it, really. If you're good at mathematics, he's not after it, really. You're good at teaching the Bible, he's not after that, really. You know what he's after? He's after our capacity to use the coat that God made for us. Will you do this with me? Take your right foot right now. How many of you ever a, a, a passenger driver? And when your spouse is driving, they, you put on the brakes for him. Okay. Somebody put on the brakes right now. Stop saying, oh, they fired me and it was unexpected. I didn't see it coming. No, no, no. No one could take your jacket. No one can take why you're breathing on this planet, but they can hinder your capacity of character to use that. And for the record, let's just be clear about this. It's not how you treat those who love you and are good to you and nice to you. Come on, ladies. Oh, all women, you know what all women want? They want pride and prejudice. They want a Mr. Darcy. I mean, we talk to a lot of couples, but Pastor Jude, he's not nice to me. We'll be nice to him anyway. Poison him in the night and forgive him in the morning. No, come on. <laughs> My mom and dad never fought. Becky, they don't believe me. Ask my brother, ask my two sisters. My mom and dad never fought once in front of us. They didn't, everyone's looking at me like, is that true? I'm not joking. I'll tell you why. They fought a lot the first year, but none of the kids were born. And my mom says, if you are going to be rude to me like this the rest of our marriage, one night when you're fast asleep. <laughs> now, only a Cajun woman would say this. I think we need more Cajun women running our nations. You know what mama said at the height of almost 5'11"? She said, I will put two sets of sheets on the bed. I will quietly sew you in those sheets. And I will take a cast iron skillet and smack you in the face with it. Mom and daddy never fought. <laughs> he didn't ignore, he prepared. Can I say, right, come on, come on. Jesus even said, even pagans love people who love you, them. 
even NATO, you like me, I like you. It's a Christian nation. It's a Christian person. Abraham Lincoln is right. That pays attention to the better angel within them. Why? Because there is a lesser angel. If you do not believe it, Paul said, I don't even know who I am. He said, the good I want to do, I don't. The evil that I don't want to do, I end up doing. Who will deliver me from this body of confusion? Stop acting like the world's not complex and confused. It is not God who caused this evil. We have to not react but respond in the love of God with the purpose of God. Can you say amen? Okay. Let me get back. Oh, good God. It's, ooh, dear Lord. I, I'm out of time. Who will give me a minute? Okay, wait. Keep your hands up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four. Okay. I got 30 more minutes. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. She put up 10 fingers. All right, that's 10 minutes right there. No, get there. Everyone say, it's not my coat. Oh, you don't want to do it twice, eh? Mm. Say it again. It's not my coat. It's my character. So they fired you. So they divorced you. So they left you. So they told you to put on a mask and you took it off at Target. No, you ain't telling me. It's like, put on that mask and stop being dumb. No, come on. If you did that, forgive me. It's that lower angel. They're not after your coat. They're after your character and capacity. When that coat gets you in a place of authority, how will you treat those who did you wrongly? Will you talk about them? Will you gripe about it? Will you process? Oh, this word process. I am so sick of hearing people. I'm just processing. I'm just processing. It's like, God Almighty, you've been processing for two years. Throw it up. Move on. Get over it. You have a coat. What did Jesus say? If someone asks you for your anointing, give it to them. They ask you to go one mile, go two miles. It's the character, not the coat. Now get this. Everyone say unexpected. unexpected. Now, let me just, this is how we're going to go. All right? Let me just deal with this. When they got him that day, he's walking. And this guy's confident. People really hate confident people. And I'm not trying to constantly bring up the epistle of Taylor Swift. The players are going to play, 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 play. Fakers going to fake, 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 fake. Haters going to hate, hate, hate. Shake them off. Shake them off. Shake them off. Somebody has to shake some of that stuff off. Are you with me? How many of you know a hater? You need to just do this. When you see them next time, they try to come in. You just go, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, come on. Are you with me? Okay. Oh, I like, uh, mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Now, watch, watch, watch. They say that that pit he was thrown in looked like almost a leader of pop. That it had a very narrow opening, meaning it's going to be hard to get out. It wasn't just like this three foot and he could have climbed out. In the last two years, many people in this nation, in our state and world, and I want you to know something in the Ukraine, they're not just in a bunker. It is in a pit where it's almost impossible to begin to get out. And can I say, if I was Joseph, 
Why did he wait to the end of the story? Why did he wait till chapter 45? It starts before chapter 45 to start crying. I'd have cried like a big baby. Once my cousins and brothers threw me in a pit, mama, I'd have been screaming. Once they took my jacket, I'd have really cried. Once I got sold to the Ishmaelite, I would have cried. Once I got put into Potiphar's house, I'd have cried. When they took my other coat, I'd have cried. When I was in jail, I'd have cried. When they forgot, when I interpreted their dreams, I would have cried. Why didn't he cry then? Because his character was greater than his anointing. Are you with me? Why did he begin to cry when he saw him? Because Joseph knew something. Hear me! Why do you think the enemy is trying to divide family over vaccines and masks? Why is it when a Christian gets offended, it takes them five years to process the offense? Where is that verse at? I will tell you why. We all have a different coat. We all have a different calling. However, your calling will never be realized without my calling, and my calling will not be realized without yours. Are you with me on that? And you know what? Joseph was missing his family. I think you should have seen it over a year ago. I was going to sit down and the chair wasn't there. Thank God. <laughs> and you'd have seen me cry. <laughs> Becky, help me. I stub my toe. I start crying. Becky goes, thank God you didn't have the baby. You have no tolerance for pain. It's like, okay, thank you for your faith in me, Missy. Now get this, watch me, watch me, watch me. Your coat will never be effective if it's alone. But no, hear me, no matter the circumstance you find yourself in, if you use your character, you use the coat God gave you, you will be promoted and you will find prosperity and success. And prosperity isn't just money because you could have all the money in the world and still not be prosperous, but where your soul becomes healthy. And you will know when your soul is healthy is when those who hurt you, betrayed you, sold you, it was unexpected. And then you have the power to snuff now, bow. I'd have left their butts in prison for 15 years, but not Joseph. Why? Because his character was greater than his coat. And he loved them anyway. He says, am I in the place of God? I forgive you. I forgave you a long time ago. And for the record, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to take care of you. That is what our world needs today. Can you say amen? Yeah. All right. I need to end. My goodness. Okay. No more clapping. No more. No. Listen to this. I really want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. When something unexpected usually happens to me or the unavoidable, I usually react or I start ignoring. My hardest birthday, my birthday's coming up, not this week, next week. I'm getting older. It's unavoidable. Thank God I'm not aging as much. No, watch this, watch this. My hardest birthday was turning 30. Because when you turn 30, <laughs> someone, this lady goes, yeah. <laughs> when you turn 30, you're not 20-something anymore. And the delusion's finally broken. You see, when I was 29, 364 days, right before I turned 30, 
I actually thought I was still young. When I turned 30, I told Becky, I'm not 20 anymore. He's like, well, you hadn't been 20, really, for nine years. You're 29. It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Your kids will grow up, and they'll move out of your house. And if you put all your energy into them and not your spouse, then you're, you, you ignored their handwriting on the wall. And when you become an empty nester, it may be said of you what it said over the per, as the Persian Empire is coming into the Babylonian Empire during the days of Daniel. Tiki, tiki, minky, you farsome, you've been found wanting and waiting in the balance in your wanting. Can I say right now, every time we ignore the handwriting on the wall, it emaciates our character and our soul. It takes character to not ignore it takes character come on I don't want to be a bull in a cabinet that she's going to go like what you took my parking space you know no no I don't want to react but on the other hand I don't want to be an ostrich always uh, put my head in the sand I want to be able to prepare for what that is with which is ahead of me are you with me can you say amen and so everyone say unexpected say unavoidable let me just say this. I, I need to say this quick, and then we'll move to the end. Uh, I love being a pastor. I, re I really do. I'm good. You know I am. Sorry. <laughs> One day someone at a big conference goes, I'm a better communicator than you. I said, yeah, but you're a loser at pastoring people. No, I thought it. Come on, oh, God. <laughs> How many of you really tell people off in your mind? You know, usually when I'm telling someone off in my mind and I don't have Botox, my eyebrows go like this, you know. But with Botox, it's like, Beckos, what are you thinking? You can't tell. They're frozen, you know. Just had some. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, get this, get this, get this. I, in all humility, I believe I'm one of the best pastors I've ever met. There's a scary part about being a pastor. Let's do another word. There's a concerning part about being a pastor. I hate it. It's me. I really do have a better angel. I'm not talking about my guardian angel. My guardian angel is so jacked up and shredded. He protects me all the time. I'm not talking about the guardian angel. I'm talking about a new and a higher nature. And when Shakespeare wrote that and Abraham Lincoln referred to that, when our nation... was in a civil war and she almost tattered and tore the coat of America where it'd be shredded and it would be damaged. How can we find ourselves in similar days but really expedited and exaggerated by a global pandemic and now the world and nation rises against nation and their wars and rumors of wars and their earthquakes and famines and tsunamis and murders and protests that don't seem peaceable at all. What's going on, God? And you begin to react instead of respond.
And what the world needs is not a bunch of people who are so gifted with this great coat, but people who have the character to keep them where that coat gets them. And I think whether it's Republican or Democrat, yeah, we see your platform and we see what you promise and we hear what you say, but where is the character and the concern for human life? And why can't we love people more than we love ourselves? Why don't we guard people more than we guard ourselves? Come on. This is what's difficult about being a pastor. Is this. I know you think. I am perfect in all my ways. <laughs> and I'm not. People will tell my wife. I bet Pastor Jude's so fun to live with. She goes, mm-mm. <laughs> it almost happened yesterday. It almost happened yesterday. I went downtown. I thought I'm going to get something to eat. I prayed my Christian prayer. Lord, give me a parking spot, please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The prayer is prayed. The answer's coming. The car backs out. I go, Glory to God. Shandai. And the devil is a liar. Someone pulls right in. I thought, I'm parking right here. I'm getting out. My name's Jude. <laughs> Pastor Jude, kindly. No. <laughs> when I get mad or react to people, this is Becky's favorite phrase. Pastor Jude. It's like, do not call me pastor right now. I just want to be a thug. <laughs> because when I go thuggish, I want to see your manager, your supervisor. Give me the number of the president of this company. I mean, good God, I know people go out to eat and complain about every dish they get. Here's your manager here. This is a special event. Well, what is the event? It's, we're just here, and we're special, so it's a special event. And it's like, oh, you have a nice coat, but your character is, is broke. What do they say? Bust it from the flow up to the, I don't know. Bust it, disgust it, broken from the flow up to the soul up. I don't know. Can I say right now? I don't want my character flying away when there's unexpected trouble times coming. Are you with me on that? Van, come up. I'm going to have to end. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say it again. Amen. One more time. Amen. Everyone say unavoidable. What are some unexpected things in my life? Dad passed away. Darn it. Then my mom passed away. Then my pastor passed away. And then it finally hit me. That's going to happen to all people. So make a difference with your life, no matter where you find yourself. And what did Joseph do? I don't want to focus on the what because I'm going to the why in two seconds. He did his best, whether it was the pit or the palace or the prison or the field. He served people. He experienced the presence of God. The last thing we need to do is come against the very presence of God. The thing that moved me, and I'm very, and I'm not just saying this, I'm very upset what's happening in the Ukraine. It breaks me up. 
And I am sorry, any human being that is willing to destroy the lives of innocent people, that is an evil. And we're commanded to pray and to serve, to intervene. And Joseph was always helping others. But it hit me the last few days. Why did he cry? Why didn't he cry in the pit? Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife who totally lied. She, made, she fabricated a story. And we know it was a lie because he should have been murdered, executed. But he's put into prison. And it's a special part of the prison where anyone who sins against Pharaoh or the Pharaoh's top leaders. What does Joseph do? He gets in touch with God. And because God is with him, even though I walk through a shadowed valley, I will fear no evil. He starts serving the, the guard of the prison. Then there's a baker. There is a wine cup bearer. And Joseph begins to interpret their dreams. And then they forget him. And then he, and listen to this, in an instant, he's elevated. Why? It's a coat his heavenly father gave him. And in that coat was his success, his anointing, and his power. Please hear me, America, we have a coat for the world. And we have a coat for nations and people. But we're going to have the character that sustains us when we get where that coat wants to bring us. Can you say amen? Now watch this. This is what I wanted to tell you. It's not the what. I have not really been hurt by people that I don't know. Like yesterday when the thug took my parking spot. I, I, I can lose it and go crazy over nothing. Is there anyone who's ever lost it over a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? The salt? You forgot the salt? I remember one time the boys were on three different bat baseball teams. I asked Becky, did you get Jude's glove? We get to the game. She didn't have Jude's glove. I thought, you got Jude's glove. She goes, no, I told you to get Jude's glove. I didn't hear you say that. I had to drive 26 miles to go get Jude's glove. And I remember thinking, why didn't she get the glove? Why didn't she get the glove? How many of you ever grit your teeth when you get upset? And the Spirit of God spoke to my heart and mind. He said, why didn't you get the glove? He's your son. Why did she have to get it? Okay. That doesn't hurt me. Let me tell you what would hurt me. People who betray you that you know and love and you give to, that hurts. Someone walks out on you. Someone speaks about you. Someone has to take three years to process, really? That's a lower demon, not an angel. And can I say it hurts? But Joseph knew something. Why did he weep? Because he needed family and desired his family. When I saw that, the Russian soldiers, 200,000 plus, were on the Ukrainian border. I immediately contacted one of our young missionaries. And it says, I'll pay for you and your mom and dad, your siblings, I'll pay right now. Get on a plane right now before they come in. I'll fly you to America, I'll get you a place to stay. We will help you, provide for you. You know what she said? She's a Joseph type of girl. Come on, America. I am not going to have a wardrobe without the character to sport that wardrobe. You hear me? She said, we can't do it. 
I will not leave Ukraine. She says, I will not leave my parents. I will not leave the people in our church. Get this, and I will not leave the Jewish people because that's who they're appointing, I mean, targeting. I will not. And so guess what? They came in. She's FaceTiming. She's calling. She's talking to Pastor Dave Kilpatrick. Can I say right now, that's a Joseph. That's worth a tear. And I love what he did at the end. It says he began to weep. And when he began to weep, literally he hugs Benjamin, his youngest brother. And then he hugs his other brothers. Then they begin to talk to him and he talks to them. Do you really think God is mad at America? If I hear one more prophecy about God being mad at America, I am going to have a lower moment. Can I tell you, if God is mad at the world, uh, then he forgot why he sent the ultimate Joseph. Because you see, it's really not Joseph. It's Jesus Christ. Because he had the ultimate coat. His coat didn't have one seam. Why? Because he's the alpha. He is the omega. Oh yeah. They even sold his coat. And they gambled for it. But what did he say? Just like like Joseph, he was betrayed by family. Just like Joseph, he was sold for silver. Just like Joseph, he's put in a prison called the grave. Just like Joseph, he says, Father, forgive them. They did not know. You know what Jesus is saying today as the Joseph of heaven? He is weeping for Ukraine. He is weeping for us. And he wants to embrace us and speak good words over our lives. Come on. Man, can you say amen? Stand up, my goodness. You're standing up. I'm going to sit down. Will you look at me? For, look, oh, it's getting late. I better end. Probably the video's over now, live stream, my goodness. Now watch this. Follow me. Follow me. Watch. I want to read this to you. God working incredible good out of unspeakable tragedies does not mean God orchestrated these tragedies. I need to say that again. I'm going to say it slower because you didn't get it. Stop thinking about lunch, okay? God working incredible good out of unspeakable tragedies does not mean God orchestrated the tragedies. We should not assume that God using something means that God caused it or God needed it to accomplish his purpose. God doesn't need COVID. God doesn't need a war. God doesn't need evil. God's purpose prevails without any of that. That is a wrong perception of God. That's why we can, that's why these beautiful Christians in Ukraine, no, this is not God. No, we will pray. We will fight. We will defend. Come on. We should not assume that God using something means that God caused it or that God needed to accomplish his purpose. This perception leads to false notions about God. Grace does not depend on suffering to exist. Did you hear what I just said? If grace depends on suffering to exist, then grace is not grace because grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor. But when suffering does happen, you're going to see grace in many forms, facets, and colors come up. Sarah Mahalski, 300 babies now in Poland. 
food going in. Maybe we'll have some of those children. I told Beck, I said, honey, I think I want twins. I'm going to adopt me two Ukrainian babies. She goes, then you're going to raise them. <laughs> okay, Lord, I need to get prepared. Okay, will you put your hands like this? Something like this, yeah. Almighty God, we come and I feel so honored and blessed as a people in a church, in a community, to be born for such a time as this. And God, you have anointed your church in America, throughout the world really, with a coat that is beyond amazing. But God, I pray that our capacity and our character will match the coat that you've given us. That God, when evil comes our way, we will not react, we will not uh, ignore, we will prepare. And God, you will give us the grace to respond. God, I pray even now, turn our sometimes hard-heartedness or that lesser angel, that lower nature. I pray now that the better angel that Abraham Lincoln referred to, that Jesus nature, the creator of the angel armies of God, would well up within us. And God, that divine nature would cause us to be those better people, to love, to forgive, to respond, to heal. And God, we say now they may have meant it for evil, but God is going to work it and turn it for our good. God, we pray for the salvation of our nation, the salvation of Europe, the salvation of this generation in God's mighty, mighty name. And God, I pray a great revival in the City Church, California. I pray and we open up to you. God, if you want to mess with our schedule, we're saying mess with it. God, if you want to move, then move like you want to move, oh Lord. God, if it's been us, we step out of the way, oh Lord. And we pray not only on City Church, I pray a mantle of God that is more powerful than the prophets and the priests and the kings of Israel. God, I pray a new anointing on every church in the Ukraine, every church in America, every church in the world. Father, I pray nations and governments will begin to see the church of Jesus Christ. She is not weak. She is not impotent. She is not lazy. She's not lying down. There is a fresh mantle and anointing on the church and oh God when the enemy comes and tries to rob the church of her gift her anointing God you will make us another one we possess the character of Jesus Christ to see our world saved in the mighty name of Jesus now I unstuck stuck people right now people who are in a cul-de-sac of constant reacting constantly feeling like a victim you are not a victim Jesus Christ died on a tree that you could be made whole and well and redeemed and saved. In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to live like someone who's been beat up. I have been loved by God more than any. We are loved by Jesus Christ. Let's worship. We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com, and click Give. Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.